I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. 
Hark at that. Indeed. Open up and let us in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller. And Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Diddy Donaldson's here. Pete Diddy Donaldson is here, and the man who created that, that intro... That experience was uh, Mr Peter Stone. He's over in Canada and uh, he misses uh, Britain and he misses football. And, uh, yeah, we're providing a little bit of uh, of respite for him in his life. I'd and like that is beautiful. A, uh, I'd like it is. I'd like him to do a rap song for us every week. And if that's too much of a push, um, on a monthly basis. Uh, <laughs> He's start with. an official friend of the Football Ramble. Without yeah. doubt. Is he the friend. official official rapper or would, or would, or would Don Brown? Don Brown is certainly our official rapper. <laughs> yeah. He's very disappointed well, to not be that. Well, what? What well, rapping has he ever done for us? What, indeed. Have we started it, it, a clan? Up, ben. Yeah, Have if, we inadvertently uh, started a rap clan? If, if, if Doc Brown was here listening to that right now, he'd go, bars. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's just business. Yeah. Um, right then, boysies. Uh, Jose Mourinho gave a prickly press conference um, last Friday in which he went to storm out after being asked about uh, Eva Canero and all that. Uh, he's he's gone full, he's, never mind prickly, he's gone full cactus the last <laughs> the first two weeks of the season. He's mm. gone mad. He really has. The, uh, the third season is fatal. Yes, indeed. <laughs> as we all know, yeah. as Mr. Bella Gutman once said. Um, so he went to go out and leave the press conference and he kind of changed his mind. I don't know whether someone changed his mind, but his mind was changed. It was embarrassing. When he reached the door. Mm. I reckon he forgot his bag. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it, it was under the desk. But it's styling out. Needed, yeah, exactly. It was like, it was embarrassing, you're right, and it was like when you see people on those viral YouTubes. I think President George Bush did it once, mm. where he goes to leave, but it's not actually the door. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just it hides was, in there for a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, when he ch- did change his mind, he turned around and he, sh- he, he said, quite indignantly, um, I play against Man City. Who wants to speak about that? Well, we do, Jose. <laughs> um, which Premier League manager would you like to see actually play for his team, Jim? Uh, I would love to see Ronald Koeman step up. Oh, good. Uh, step out for Southampton, because I think Koeman is he's, he's quite a jolly figure now, isn't he? He's, Bring him on know, for free kicks. He, well, absolutely. I'd have him on penalties. Oh, definitely. Well, this is free what kicks. Yeah. But the whole, the whole team would obviously set up to just get him the ball outside the box mm. so he could absolutely larrup it, and I would, I would very much enjoy that, because I think people forget... Or maybe, maybe even people of a younger generation don't even know what, an, what a beast Koeman was. Oh, yeah. he, was mm. he was an all-round player, but he was tough. He was like, one of the best. One of the best free kick takers of his generation, possibly the best. Mm. And for a, a long pass, pinpoint accuracy from from yeah. bringing the ball out of the back, just play a diagonal out to the wings yeah. and all. I this. think certainly you, um, as a defender, he he embodied the idea of total football as exactly much as anyone. Yeah. So you, cr- you crack mm. on. <laughs> 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 Wasn't he involved in the first uh, Dennis Burger camp goal? Was that Koeman? No, no that, that was... Uh, Koku, wasn't it? Ah, oh, sorry. No, 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 that was De Boer. I think it was Frank De Boer. Boer. But Frank De Boer probably learnt a lot of that from Koeman, perhaps. Mm. Perhaps yeah. not. I've just chucked that out there as an <laughs> idea, guys. Thanks for patching me up. Yeah, no worries, bruv. Um, so, Ronald Koeman playing for Southampton. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's very good. Mm, doesn't mm. doesn't Koeman... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luke Moore, what have you got for us? Um, I would like to bend the rules just slightly because I noticed that someone started up a Twitter account monitoring how many points people have got. Yes. Really? It's called like the Ramble Points League or something like that. Oh, do you know what, actually? And, uh, and you've got it there of you because you're winning, I expect. No, no, somebody, um, they did this and this is quite poor of me. Um... I've got it here somewhere. Do you want me to carry on filling for you? Please. You doing? Yeah. So, <laughs> Speaking so, um, of being quite poor of you. Yeah, I, I thought to myself when I saw the league table, of which we've had two weeks so far, I think Pete and I are on zero points, Jim's on three, and Marcus, I think you're on three. 
Um, I think I won last week. I think oh, I think I'm, I'm well, listen, listen, joint, okay. joint heading okay. the table. But it's Jim and I who have got zero points. Mm. Um, the Jim and, and I. It made me think that I'm not going to win anyway. I've had, I mean, I'm not like Chelsea. I'm five points off Man City already anyway. <laughs> so I thought I'll bend the rules slightly for this particular answer. Mm. Uh, because And I'd like to go for Steve Bruce. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you Good, why. That's it. <laughs> it would be enjoyable. I'll tell you why. Because... Um, well, there's two main reasons. One is because no manager that I can think of recently has gone from um, a re- such a good player yeah. to be like... Um, Out of shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be quite the departure. Yeah. He's, he okay, he's now a number of shapes. I'll let you, I know I did, I did, I did stipulate and, Premier and, League, but you're fine to bend and, these and rules. The second point is yeah. that one of my favourite photos of the weekend and the season so far mm. is there's a photo of... Uh, Steve Bruce giving a post-match. That one of him on holiday, diving no, into the sea. No, that's great, that's great. But not <laughs> giving a post-match after Hull's game at the weekend. Yeah. And um, he's obviously sort of gone in, because I imagine he had a suit on for the game. Mm. He's gone into the changing room, sort of got half changed, and then someone's <laughs> like, oh, can we get a quick uh, few words with you? And he's come back out again, shirt and tie, Shorts. untucked, tracksuit bottoms and uh, running trainers. Ah, oh, good. He, he looks like a man who's hiding loads of stolen buns under his clothes. And also he? living in a park. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's a man who's gone straight from the school to the youth club. Yeah. And he's not bothered getting <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, so, I, 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 this is quite poor of me. This is the third sh- show in, but someone did the points total for the last season. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, the winner with 13 points last season was Luke Moore. 13, so that's one point per show. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm happy with that. Very happy. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and in joint second, it's uh, James, uh, sorry, Jim rather, and uh, Pete Diggory Donaldson, both on 10. Yeah, what are you on? And I'm uh, fourth on eight. So, okay. And people oh. say, oh, I'm not fit for purpose. I'm fourth. I'm fourth. <laughs> no one has no. ever said Marcus Sparrow is not fit for purpose. You've because actually, you don't know what the purpose on. is. But, yeah. the re- but the results have not finished. You've disproved a myth there. In, mm. in joint fifth place were the listeners and Paxman with one vote <laughs> each. <laughs> <laughs> Paxman got the points one week. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was wonderful, whoever, whoever did that. Um, Pete, what you got? Marvellous stuff, Peter. Uh, I'd probably go for Arsene Wenger because I just want to see them pins out. Yeah, it'd be great. Oh, the pins. I remember Frank Skinner once once said uh, on uh, telly that he once saw uh, Arsene Wenger eating an apple with a knife. And I just think he'd just do that. Just a knife. He, 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 he was cutting up, slicing up an apple and eating it, which is just, just a really it? undignified look for mm. Arsene Wenger. Can I, think. I just say, I actually prefer to eat an apple like that as well. Shut and up, it, and it, comes back, it comes back when I used to have quite sensitive teeth and it was painful to eat an apple. They're fine now, by the way. But I wasn't bothered, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I stand side <laughs> by side with Wenger on that. And actually, if you, if you remember, there were a couple of good vines a season or two ago mm. of Wenger trying to do skills on the training ground and mucking it up. Do you remember that? And that was very funny. Apparently yeah. Wenger's a very uh, very clumsy man, isn't he? There's there's something that happened on the training ground once, where, or in the canteen at the training ground, where he picked up his dinner, um, dropped all of it on the floor without realising, and mm. then sat down to eat an empty plate with a whole squad. <laughs> 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 he does stuff like that all the time. Leader. Leader I think he re- would be fun to watch on the pitch. I think he'd I do also okay. think Steve Bruce would still score. Yeah, he would, yeah, of course. Yeah, he'd yeah. bundle in something from a corner. Oh, he'd, uh, he'd, 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 um, he'd rule the, pe- the opposition. Pe- oh, he's, he's a bundling machine now. Mm. Yeah. More so than ever. <laughs> bundle, yeah. bundle with him. Yeah, it, it, in, indeed, uh, gentlemen. Um, I, no, I think Arsene Wenger's a good shout because I think he would be quite um, an accomplished. He was a midfielder, so I could see him anchoring and, a, a and midfield. It's, it's worth saying, in the interest of balance for poor old Mr. Wenger, uh, is that, you know, he's. Treats actually, himself like a. Actually, quite underrated as a footballer. People just yeah. write him off. He won the league title with Strasbourg in mm. France. He mm. won the league 1. So he's, not, he's obviously not completely terrible. But he's still in good shapes. Yeah, and he uh, and he's old now. His yeah. diet and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, I, I think I'm not going to go for for this man, but Mark Hughes, I reckon, could still do a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would be re- he'd be really fit still. I think mm. I think he'd be in good shape. Um, and I tough. Thought, 
I did think about Ranieri just for the lols. That'd be fun. That would be joyous. It would be. For my money, I think Ranieri would be really slow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'd be he'd be running round really, really bad, but he'd be enjoying it. He'd have a huge smile on his face. A smiling but, grimace, one of those kind of like. His, his smile, his smile is very much like that. Anyway, he constantly it? looks like he's going. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to oh, go... Uh, Honourable mention for older... Oh, no, you haven't done your answer yet. I'm going to go for Dick Advoca, because <laughs> even he wouldn't look out of place in that Sunderland side. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Honourable mention for Pochettino, he'd probably be good, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see that. Yeah. Well, and there's a number of managers like Gary Monk, which obviously... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary Monk was playing. Long ago. He was playing. Yeah, Swansea, so, so. And Eddie Howe... Well, Eddie Howe was injured. Duh, 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 duh. But uh, I think <laughs> I think Luke's got the point Thanks, for guys. Steve Bruce. Thanks, guys. He's off the mark. Even though it wasn't actually really a coherent answer. No, but I was harsh on you last week yeah I'm pleased that you acknowledged that yeah I am fair <laughs> when I want to be <laughs> um, which means you're not fair <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be all the time Jim just because you're on zero yep just because you're the Sunderland the one of the, uh... <laughs> let's talk about the hardest week of Jose Mourinho's second <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes Manchester City 3 Chelsea 0 it is the beginning of act 3 of Jose Mourinho <laughs> at Chelsea 2 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness my hmm. giddy aunt, everybody. Uh, one point in, in two games. But Mourinho does look like he's actually cracking up a bit. And the press on that, uh, in that press conference, were calling him out a little bit. They weren't yeah. letting him get away with it, which often well, I he saw, has done. Well, I saw... Um, with all the, the medic stuff. And yeah, I, f- I forget who it was. I saw a couple of... Um, the sex-mad medic, yeah, according was, to that the that Sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, did you not see that? Oh. Yeah. We're not given that. It, no, 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 no. The Sun were being massive... They were being massive dicks. You won't be surprised. Remaining massive dicks. I saw a couple of... A couple of journalists say they were unhappy with how Mourinho uh, behaved in the pre-match press conference uh, to the game, and that's obviously before they got beaten heavily. Mm. And they and and one of the things that made me think of was that obviously Mourinho enjoys quite a good re- relationship with the press in the UK. Yeah, um, and I think he takes that for granted a little bit mm. because if you look at the relationship he had with the press in Spain, Italy, it was poor. Yeah. Um, but I think he needs to be careful because because what mm-hmm. he said on Thursday, I think, oh, it might have been Friday. Friday the is, is when Sunday. the press yeah. conference is. He said, oh, if you want to ask questions about that, about the Carnero incident, um, you can leave. And it's like, and, and I think the press were bristled a bit, and they were a bit like, well, you can't get away with that. He's got to mm. be careful. Yeah. And so that was the start of when I thought, Mourinho, you've got to be careful mm-hmm. here, because, as you said, Marcus, he's showing the signs of a man who slightly started... I mean... I don't, I don't want to compare to... Well, I do want to compare to That's why I'm going to do it. If this, away, if this was a sitcom, this would cut to, um, you know, Jose Marino with the 2015-16 Champions League. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Yeah. Champions League cup above his head. Very much happy for you to bookmark this right now. <laughs> Are you about to mention Joe Kinnear? No, almost. Almost. <laughs> Bearing in mind your chickens have not come home to roost yet with the other predictions you've made this year. I've got to the end of November. But he's got a bit of time there. I don't want you to disappear. Like DB Cooper, I'm never going to be seen again. Like Nigel Pearson. Um, yeah, possibly. That wasn't his decision. Um... <laughs> But it rem- when he pulled, when he um, withdrew John Terry at half time, it reminded me a little bit of when Rud Hullet didn't play Alan Shearer in the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his last Very game. Much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying. And Bobby Robson, he He's didn't play him, and that was his last game. You're scratching around. Well, for the, the, the immediate differences that I would suggest there, not knowing exactly what's going on behind the scenes at Chelsea, funnily enough, was Rude Hullet. There was clearly he was trying to show Shearer that he was the big man, whereas Mourinho and Terry have always had a great relationship. Mm. And I, there was suggestions, wasn't there, by sections of the press that Mourinho was perhaps doing that to show. I mean, to, well, it, it could have been actually. It's very unlike Marines to do this, but City battered them in the first half and should have been more yeah. than a goal or it was, was it two up at half time? No, one, uh, one, one up, up half time. Sorry, one up at half time. That's right. Um, so actually, maybe he did think to himself, 
we could do with a, a bit of a change in defence, which is unlikely, but it's within but, within the realm of that it could be a tactical decision. But also, what the press was suggesting was this is Mourinho giving a message to Abramovich saying we need a couple we, more yeah, players, a defender in particular, isn't it? I mean, so often we've we've spoken about Mourinho's ability to shift blame away from the team <clears> and onto himself, and I guess the fact that we're only just talk, you know talking about the game now shows that. But it seems like <clears> he's forgotten he doesn't always have to do it, and he's yeah. driving himself mad I by making the narrative far. about how he's mad. He went too far. With the whole um, oh, I certainly medic think, thing. But yeah. I, th- I certainly think that he started <clears throat> out with the Evercanera thing doing that. Yeah. And, he's, and he's almost like he's picked the wrong subject. He's That's picked right. The wrong yeah, he's he also wrong. started talking a bit about... He mentioned that he thought um, Diego Costa was fit and he wasn't fit for the game before this one. Yeah, and he started to mind a bit about that. No, exactly. Um, one thing I was going to say, though, is that yeah. one, of the, one of the lessons we can take from... Um, from that game as well though is that Jeff Fried has not got a clue what he's doing <laughs> like, he, he, he went down there to the touchline obviously touched on that's a very much more of a refresher course isn't yeah. it to be honest to get a reminder yeah. but the, uh, he, his, his sole job is to give the viewers information about what's happening and the only thing he could come up with was oh, I think apparently John Terry's got a slight twinge and it's like which is not true he hasn't why, no, why did yeah. you just make that up yeah, why, could, why did you well, just do that either, it's mad isn't it either he made it up or one of the medical staff told him it in which case he should be experienced enough as a touch on reporter of some years to know that that's absolute nonsense well <laughs> but if, if, if it is a trusted source I mean I'm loathe to kind of Jeffrey doesn't got any trusted true. sources come it's on. his fault I'm um, <laughs> I think it was Graham soon as he reckoned it was uh, Mourinho's way of telling Abramovich that he needs more players I'm, mm. I'm just tired of hearing about uh, John Fern the other person that's banned from the bench that no, you don't hear about at all. Who works with Eva Canera. Yeah, but, it, but, but ha, I, I, this might be a ridiculous suggestion, but if John Fern was an attractive woman, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, find, maybe the son might be interested. Listen, yeah. I'll start a movement right now. I personally find John Fern very attractive. Yeah, OK. Mm. John Fern, hot or not, He's yeah. hot. I vote hot. Ooh. I vote hot. Yeah, so Come right. right, okay. Jim, Jim. Oi, John hot. John Fern. John Furness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Let's objectify John Fern. John Fern. Oh. I vote a lot. Yeah. Um, give him a blow, John. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's talk about the bloody game because yeah, Manchester City, City were. were brilliant. Oh, I didn't watch the game. <laughs> Before I get to the game, I don't like this new ball. No, oh, it's not I don't like it. It's awful. Why? What's it? Well, Jim, bring you're back, very. Bring I, back the total ninety. Hang on. What's Jim? It just it just offends my eyes. <laughs> have you seen the only good you, thing about it? Is it looks white when it's spinning. If okay. you think it's okay mm-hmm. now, wait until I have to bring the cold weather ball out. Yeah, because it's it looks like a Satsuma in a Satsuma yeah. bag. I see. Like a Satsuma in a cage or something. Like epileptic oh, fits. I haven't really noticed. <laughs> if if I was going to be worried as a Chelsea fan, I'll be worried about the third goal. Oh, it was a beauty. Mm. They mm. they were all over the place. Well, what about the first yeah. goal though? Aguero, well, the first so goal good. was brilliant. The, fir- the first goal is one of those goals where you you know you can still be having a good day at the office and you concede a, the, a goal like that because you're playing one of the world's best strikers. Mm-hmm. That I think you know is understandable. The way he held them all off, off right? Was yeah, sensational. But, but the, the you know the, the the second and third goals, both of them were um were were easily preventable. Fabregas just sort of asleep at the corner mm. uh, for the for the second goal. A towering header for company. I mean, I know as a manager you will always scrutinise everything, but it's, you know, Vincent Company looks like he really, really fancies it. This I, don't, I, don't, I don't particularly like recently uh, Fabregas in that sort of deeper role. I think his concentration is a problem. And, and Last season he did all right. Yeah, but I mean, recently... He tailed off, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, he, he, he's... I think I don't think he's, I don't think this season well, he's one, been that good. Only, to be fair, in, in fairness, so I've only seen him two games. But, but Chelsea looked so sluggish compared to Manchester did. City, who... 
Okay, they've, they've obviously brought Sterling in, which uh, adds an awful lot of pace. But they looked so sharp, so quick. Well, we, we got and to Sterling remember. looked as though he fitted in very nicely. We've got to remember from the Community uh, Shield that they were a week behind everyone else. That's true. For, yeah. for an unspecified well, reason. A good I, few I, weeks behind Manchester I don't City. want to be overly harsh on Fabregas. Of course, they won the title last season. He's a great midfield player, of mm. course. But um, what I've seen of him this season, I think it's funny because Chelsea seem they seem worse than I thought they'd be, and City seem a lot better than I thought they'd be. Same, yeah. yeah it's, um, I was going to say that um, the, the thing with Aguero is is when he's fit. I mean, God, yeah. his feet are just ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even think, <clears throat> I don't even think that like Messi's feet are quicker than his. I mean, Messi's a better player, mm-hmm. but I don't think his feet are quicker. I mean, he's like Fred Astaire, Aguero, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's, such a, he's a little bull, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the way he held the he, defenders he off. Been glorious. to play against, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But, he, but he, he, I mean, he could have had a goal, perhaps should have in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, I mean, I was ambivalent about that because a lot of people said, "Oh, Chelsea, Man City had a lot of chances. Chelsea were, were lucky to not to be three or four down." I sort of understand that sort of school of thought, but. Yeah, that is what the goalkeeper's for. You know, Absolutely. the goalkeeper's. But Benavidez actually had a good game. Yeah, he did. But the goalkeeper conceded three. The goalkeeper's part of the team and doesn't get credit when he, you know, when he keeps a goal out. It's, mm. it's a strange thing. Yeah, people that. sort of seem to take exception when a keeper makes loads of saves. I mean, yeah. That's essentially what he's there Give for. Give credit to goalkeepers. Yeah, more. Give it more. A little bit more. But um, as, as Luke started to say, that third goal is suspect from Chelsea. And oh, massive, credit yeah. to Fernandinho. He had, he had to sort of it rifle was. it through a few players there. But the fact that he managed to do that is surely a problem. If if, if a struggling, t- I mean, I didn't see uh, match of the day two, so I didn't see a lot of analysis on it. Um, but if you if, want to see how much there too, no, sure. <laughs> if if, uh, if um, Sunderland do that, I mean they get absolutely crucified. Yeah, I mean as far as I'm concerned, you're two 0 down against a, a title rival. You want if you're not going to win the game and you have to write it off as a, as a three points dropped, you still got to show some sort of pride. You have got mm. a battle. You got to fight to show that you're in that title race still. I know it's early on, but you know what I mean. It's like a psychological yeah. thing, isn't it? I mean, Mourinho you? can't have lost many games three 0 as a manager anywhere. Let alone Chelsea. What about Yaya Touré? People saying perhaps he was finished and now, or he kept kept him on. Uh, well, they didn't keep him on. He decided to stay. He scored two goals against West Brom, and he and he looks far more. He's not, fin- uh, he's not finished. He's just he just um, he's fantastic. But he just need, it's the motivation thing. Yeah, it's it wasn't. Focus. It was it was never a, the thing. That, it was never about him being finished for me. It was just it's just concentration. It's just fancying it. It's just not just going going off on one. Um, uh, was the last time Mourinho was beaten that heavily? Would it have been? He certainly was beaten heavily by Guardiola's Barcelona. Wasn't five he? mil, five. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Apart from that. Do you think maybe the city thing is that it's um, it's easier to chase a lead than it is to, oh sorry, chase a title than it is to retain yeah. one. Ferguson says that a lot in his yeah. uh, first autobiography. I mean that looks evident in two games into the season. It's hard. Um, he said it's, it's so hard to get the players back at the level because yeah. they've won the title and there's like a, almost like a subconscious inertia. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, nice to see a big cheer for when the Chelsea physios ran onto the pitch. Yeah. Uh, well I was done. Thinking you're getting sacked in the morning yeah. as well. Which is funny. <laughs> well done to everybody yeah. who's yeah. involved in that. Excellent yeah. work. Uh, but uh, marvelous stuff from. Manchester City and, and worrying times for Chelsea indeed um, uh, oh, what an away win for Norwich City yeah emphatic and awful again from Sunderland blimey they, O'Reilly they enjoyed the great escape so much last season <laughs> they, they are preparing aren't they they're and laying the, with, the groundwork now and the previous was it the previous season under Canio? previous decade or so it seems yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're in that. so much trouble this early did you guys see that Dick Advocates wrote an email out to season ticket holders did he I can read it to you if you want please um, it was a very frustrating afternoon. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen, especially after the last game. <laughs> Everybody expected more. I know I did, and I know the fans did. It was really disappointing. Tomorrow we will sit down together and speak to find out what the problem is. We started brightly, and it's difficult to put my finger on what the problem is, but we will work together to find a solution. Duncan, 
Duncan Watmore, I think he means, yep. uh, came on and he did very well during his time on the pitch. What a dunk. You cannot say the players aren't fighting. It maybe looks that way, but we need to work it out together. Thanks for your support, Dick Abacar. <laughs> what he's basically saying is, I don't know what the fuck's going yeah. on. <laughs> and so, then a link to the Beatles. We can work it <laughs> out. <laughs> or, I think at the bottom of the reply sort of box saying, do you have any idea what happened? <laughs> yeah. It's, it almost sounds like he's written it to dear Deirdre. Yeah. Help me out. Just give me anything. Yeah. Just yeah. give me one of your phone lines. Yeah. More on Sunderland, though, after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the Football Ramble. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And so back to Sunderland, gentlemen. Uh, Dick Advocat, he might rue his decision not to retire, Jim. Well, again, it's early, early days, isn't it? So we don't know. But, um, Let us I think there's a lot of ruing going on. This, this, is, this is ridiculous, though, isn't it? Two games in, and they're in serious trouble. Because <laughs> but it is funny, though, isn't it? Well, it's <laughs> hysterical. I mean, people no, are it. Because the great thing about it, it's not great for Sunderland fans, of course, but I support Portsmouth, so I feel your pain. Um, it's great because what essentially has happened through the narrative around Dick Advocat is like, he almost fuelled this, oh, shall I continue, shall I retire? Yeah. And now it's the, it, to me it just seems like, oh, I've picked the wrong option. I've picked the wrong <laughs> one. Like a game show. they spent all that money on flowers for his wife. There's going to be people breaking into his garden just digging them up. <laughs> Getting them back. I want, as part of my season ticket, I want them. Yeah. I'd bury my season ticket and put the flowers on top of it. They're my yeah. flowers. I was, I was just lending them to you. <laughs> Peter's a neutral, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of ruin going on. More I ruin think, than Rui Costa. A lot of ruining. I think there's a man over there who's got his own problems. <laughs> 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 One more point in the Sunderland. Yay. Yeah. All right, <laughs> everybody. Crisis Club <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, is, it, is it fair to say that the North East football is flourishing? <laughs> well, Middlesbrough. Yeah, they're, they're yeah we favorite. saw them, Marcus. We saw them in the, uh, in the um, what do you call that thing that we went to the see at Wembley? The playoff final. The playoff final. That was last. Season that was last season, and they were awful. But I think they've got okay, well, okay. It's not exactly a good defence because they're, they're they're playing well at the start of the season. I'm still trying to defend it, and I <laughs> well. think you have forgotten that they've signed the difference. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, they are. Sorry, that's right. It. If any man can fire them to the Premier League, he's got. He's it's got probably four. Lionel Messi. For new, <laughs> for, new for new listeners, uh, Luke, who is the difference? David, the difference, Nugent, Correct. aka Nugino, right? Mm. Aka the greatest. <clears throat> Unconfident striker in world football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely think, I genuinely think, if if David Nugent went to see that Paul McKenna hypnotist, just like four or that five Paul se- McKenna hypnotist, four or five sessions, yeah, he would be probably England's frontline striker. You genuinely think he has got everything in his locker apart from confidence? <laughs> it's nothing to do with ability. So Paul, Paul McKenna is the uh, the gateway to David Nugent's. Um, Revitalised England career because of course he started well. <laughs> Look him up. I mean, I'm possibly Would you take a Uri Geller? I'm possibly putting it in fairly exaggerated terms to illustrate a point. <laughs> so you understand? <laughs> Surely to undermine a point. Yeah, yeah, it's a minor point, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's an undermine point. Let's talk about Norwich. Okay. Norwich. Yeah, I thought they were good. They punished them. Mm. They did. Because, uh, you know... As, as, because Van, Al- Van Arnold was playing and he doesn't seem to want to track anyone. Yeah. <laughs> going, you know what, I'll just attack. It's like, not from that far back yeah, you It's want. like he tracks matches as, like, fitness sessions. <laughs> you know, you know Show runs. Arrigo Saki famously said, like, a manager is like a director and I give yeah. my players roles, like actors, and it's yeah. up to them to interpret their roles. Mm. Van Arnold's gone too far with that. Yeah. He's interpreted the idea of a, of a fullback way too much. I'm like a gas. I'll just inhabit every space <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I'm given. Yeah. 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 I just go everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's, avoiding the ball. It's just part of the game. <laughs> but could they not brought that Matthews lad on or a bit of John O'Shea or something? They, they, just, they just seem completely mm. rudderless. Well, they, they, but they did at the end. Of they were so season, good last they? season. I mean, I guess <laughs> the, the positive for them is that you know, Advocat did a brilliant job in, in getting them motivated towards the end of the season. So you just got to just got to do it as quickly as possible now and just you know, hope but, they can stop being but it's so a great ridiculous. Win. It was a great win for Norwich, but bouncing it, back. It was, yeah. it was, and we have to, We always have to tread bouncing this... Bouncing back. We always have to tread this fine line um, of of praising a team who win and criticising a team who lost. But, yeah, yeah in, in equal measure. Because How's we, that fun? Norwich, it's not, <laughs> uh, which is why I'll move for it quickly. Nor- <laughs> Norwich have been promoted, they got a good win, um, it was away from home, well done them. I mean, getting wins away from home as a, pres- a promoted side to the Premier League is tough. But when you actually watch the, the highlights of that game, which I did, Sunderland weren't putting any pressure on the ball at all. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was almost like, yeah. what is the mentality of this group of players? They've just come frightened. Back. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They did, and that's and that's a real bad problem because it's this early. If you if you think about match fitness and stuff like that, you think maybe okay, so sixty minutes there, they should be pressing, they should be working yeah. hard, um, and then maybe they tire in the last half an hour because the match fitness thing but that should be applied to everyone who's, yeah. who's still getting the match fitness up but they weren't even motivated to try and it's really bad news for them mm. at, this, at this stage of the season because what's going to happen is it'll go one or the other they'll sort themselves out which I can't see happening secondly Dick Avocar's not going to last the season and then, and then they're basically going to get Big Salmon in January yeah. and they'll probably just about stay up that's what will probably also I mean if you get that kind yeah, of if, if you've got that mentality even if you do pick up a win, the moment maybe you concede a goal in the next game, or it's a bit tougher than you think, the heads drop again. Definitely. You know, they, it, it's it's so easy to think that you know when you're it playing well, it's some sort of it. fluke. Yeah. You know, it's it's an yeah. odd odd thing. And I think we should praise Nathan Redmond as well. He's well, had a great say, start to the England under twenty one international. He's good in the first game as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he scored the goal, didn't he? He, did. he scored. Yeah. He scored in both games, has he not? He's yeah. he's going to be a, a good player. I think most people would suggest and. He could be crucial for them this season. Well, if you, if you remember, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying the season before last, he started the season well, mm. and then he just massively tailed off. It's quite well, normal for a young player. Though, yeah. He scored the second one in the uh, aforementioned playoff final, Peter, mm. which he took very well. You were seriously impressed with that. 
Um, I'm seriously angry. Indeed, you were. Um, but really I quite like Whitaker, the, the, the Norwich fullback. Used to play for Old Rangers. Who's that? Sorry, Whitaker. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. He loves to get forward. Hmm. Loves a jinky run, hmm. and, he, and he got on the score sheet I, there. It's funny, isn't it? Because he loves loves to get forward, and um, and and he liked to see that. But I, can't I, say that going wrong. No, there's a certain amount of <laughs> traditionalist in me who just thinks <laughs> with a fullback. Because when we were a lot younger, I, mm. when I, I don't know if you guys are the same. When I grew up playing football, it's a fullbacks were almost a bit sort of like, oh, we don't know where else to put you, so just stay there and do your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Then, fullbacks never really used to go massively beyond no. the halfway no. line. No. They but do get behind me, to be fair. But then, yeah. just, just <laughs> I'm done, <laughs> But now it's a really important position. And mm. that other traditionalist <laughs> in me thinks, Can just do your basics right without Whitaker guy. <laughs> yeah. But Van Arnholt, he's a completely new breed. This is what he wants. I'd love to see his heat map for that game. Well, Jack Charlton famously said, was it around about the 94 World Cup, the fullback is the most important position on the pitch because they've got the space in front of them. Head of his time, Big Jack. Big Jack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how little we knew thee. Yeah. Van Arnt defending. How too well we knew, sorry. Van Arnt defending. Ooh, he's he's getting cold. a lot of stick on this show. Yeah, well, he's, he's shite. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's fair. Yeah, I think that's a key. I think that's a perfect point. To move I think on. we're going to have to move on. <laughs> there, there are other games to talk about, and a wonderful away win uh, from Everton. Another team that scored three goals. Are they the most unpredictable team in the Premier League? <laughs> I think so. It's so difficult. What they're going to do from we, week to week? Lukaku was shooting at women in the warm-up. <laughs> oh, no. Deary me. But he did go into the crowd and hug her, though. He did. Do you know, do you know lad. What, on this shot, he did, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, but then he, with his two goals, he hurt her, <laughs> didn't he? Emotionally, yeah. Yeah. rather I mean, than physically. Is that, is that a nice thing? Someone, you know, smacks an object at you and then hugs you afterwards? Yeah, but, I nice mean, touch. it's a football. What do you, think, what do you want him to do, Jim? Well, I'd, you know, I don't know, yeah, Just go, enough. up yours! Yeah. Yeah. Kick well, a try and do it again. Just do, do it after the game. If you you're going to come to football games, that's what can happen. That wasn't during the game, it was in the warm-up. I know, but surely you want to instill a sense of fear into the opposition's fans. Not like that. Not, no, like no, you don't, no, you don't want to... Inst- it suggests, like, all you lot are sitting way up in the stands, none of you are safe. No, you yeah. want to say, that's an anomaly, because yeah. it's no, going to be your goal. Lukaku and you I'm are... coming for all of you. No, <laughs> you surely you, you want to hit the back of the net, Jim, not the fans in the stands. Well, you, they, you know, they need to be too frightened to cheer the defenders, and then it's going to be easy for Right, him, you're talking it? bollocks, and we're going to move on. <laughs> um, Lukaku, though, two great goals you from know, the big man. Him know, and Barkley, Luke. They, they played well, and then in many ways, that you got two very unpredictable players there in terms of inconsistency. Uh, sorry, inconsistency, but but um, Barkley's, of course, young. So, well, actually, to be fair, the Kaku's young as well, so maybe we forgive him of that. Mm. But what I was going to say was, did you see the Roberto Martinez quote? No. Well, you know, on this show, we're no stranger to taking advantage <laughs> of a mistranslation. Oh, I th- yeah, or, I did. Or, or, or someone speaking I let in, their him second, off the in their second language. But if, you know. He said in the post-match interview, maybe, oh, maybe Romelu should hit a woman before every match. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He wow. did say that. Oh, I, do you know what, I have a quiet word with him. What I kind mm. of like about that is, I let him off. Yeah. But, uh, no, 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 yeah, no. exactly. Like Costa Curta and Barese. If one misses it, the other one's going to mop up. We've got a system on this show. <laughs> Nothing falls through the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I did uh, just liken us to the Milan defence of the glory years. Um, in Lukaku and Barkley, though, they could, I mean, it's, again, it's early, but they look fantastic. And Barkley, we all know his talent. We all know how, how good he is and can be. My goodness, he gives the ball away a lot. But this season, if. If he can tighten up those areas, I mean, mm. he could be starting games for England, well, He only scored two goals, sorry to dive in there, he only scored two goals in the entirety of last season, and he's already mm. got that. That's right. Um, and Lukaku looked absolutely fantastic as didn't, well. Didn't Everton fly a plane over the... Over the uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah thing. That, was, that was an unfortunate time to do that. That's, that's the, right. That's the tradition that refuses to die. Indeed. Oh, elsewhere in the Premier League, uh, Leicester City, great away win for Ranieri. 
League leaders, Leicester City. There we are. Mm. You, you can't... Um, they started know. so well. I mean, they're at home to Spurs next week. That's three points. It, it was nice to see... Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a start yeah, for him. It really is. It was nice to see Ian Wright back on Match of the Day, and it was nice to see him uh, say, because obviously Vardy set up Ogazaki, the Japanese international, yes. and right yeah. you go, yeah, see, he does like Japanese people. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! There you right, go. I'm pretty sure Ian Wright during match of the day also said. <laughs> I think he was was he referring to Dick Avocado? He went, "All right, Dick." Yeah, that's which right. I enjoyed. So he's redeemed right. himself. Dick. Was Let it, him, uh, it was it a red card uh, for Adrian? I, I I didn't think I can understand why it was given because obviously it was a horrific challenge. Yeah, <laughs> um, chest high studs first, but on which Vardy is why I think it was. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you want me to help you out with that? What? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it, but it, it was clearly like going for the ball. But I just, I just mm. think keepers just need a little bit more. They're, uh, they should get a bit more leeway. Yeah, well, they're they clearly have, not very good at Special karate rules. Yeah. That's right. Mares yeah. took his goal brilliantly. He's having yeah. a great start. And um, what do we think of West Ham fans um, protesting against the club? signing Joey Barton and the club deciding against it yeah it's a silly one um, a bit rich <laughs> <laughs> I find that I, part of me thinks that's great that the club are listening to the fans but then another part of me thinks but actually he's a good player if they think he can improve the side should they be listening he was, to the fans he was probably, I, mean, I, know, moan, I know QPR went down but he was probably QPR's best player but we often season. moan that the, the powers that be at football clubs don't listen to the fans so they mm. it would suggest that they have there I don't want to start a, uh, a sort of pitch war with West Ham fans like I sometimes accidentally do with Liverpool fans yep. but what is the moral compass here when you're holding up Paolo Di Canio who is a confirmed fascist as some sort of folk hero <laughs> mm-hmm. but you refuse to let Joey Barton uh, sign for your side because he once punched a kid outside McDonald's like 10 and, years and ago. he set fire to a man's eye with a cigar oh yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> he set fire was involved <laughs> my point is that Joey Barton has done those things but, but Barton's if, it wasn't, remorse. If, it, if it was an unlit yeah. cigar, it wouldn't be much of a story. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Unless you did it really it's hard. weird. I'll tell you something, if I got an un- unlit cigar and jammed it in your eyes as hard as I could, that would still be painful. Well, the kind of cigars I like, mate, are Come too on. thick for my eye hole. I feel, we might, <laughs> I feel we might be drifting from the point. Yeah, we, we, we may well. Jim, Jim, what do you think about That's this Barton cigar. business? Well, I, I think it's a strange, a strange thing. It's interesting that you said, you know, Barton has shown remorse, and um, that's to be applauded, isn't it? He can't mm. go back in time and undo the things he's done, and he, he shouldn't have to slink off and stop being a professional footballer and just, you know, make a martyr of himself. So uh, it's, it's a strange one. Barton it, certainly would improve yeah. their squad, it, it, and I think it was silly of the fans, it, uh, sorry, of the board to, and to listen to and he's played with a couple of their players before as well. Yeah, he did take it well on, on Twitter, though. Yeah, I mean, so, so well done him. <laughs> but he's an easy knee-jerk target, isn't yeah. he? And I think that's... that's I, I, think, I think Barton's probably an all-right bloke these days. I mean, he's sure a lot as he's got older. He's, he's, had, he's had indiscretions fairly recently, of course, but they've not been as serious as the ones in the past. Yeah. I think if you're uh, a West Ham fan, if I was a West Ham fan, I'd probably be thinking, he's, is he going to improve mm. my team? Because, because the, the indiscretions he's been guilty of haven't really been serious uh, recently. So you, you've got and, to like, and like we said last week, you know, he, he set up more goals or he set, more, set up more chances than a lot of players in the, yeah. in the Premier League. So Very true, very true. Good point away to Spurs for Stoke City. They were 2-0 mm. down. And Jim's favourite, Stephen Ireland, changed the game when he came on. Yeah, well, he, he, he'll do that. He was excellent. He was excellent. <laughs> he was. Yeah. It's good to see him because we know the player he can be from, from years gone by. And it's not that long ago and he's not uh, too advanced in years to, to have an, another decent season. And it was just lovely to see him um, pulling the strings. We, didn't, we talked a bit about Spurs before we came on, didn't we? just talking about them and their performance and stuff one thing we didn't mention though is the 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 fact of, of Spurs not doing their business in the transfer window very early mm. and they almost like it's almost like they write off August points and then so, <laughs> yeah. and the reason that happened against Stoke is because when they when they withdrew Harry Kane 
What, what have you got there? Yeah. What yeah. have you got there to, to, the to relieve pressure from, to hold it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's nothing, it's nothing. Jermaine Defoe can come up. Oh, he's not, what, what is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they threw a, a, a 2-0 lead away at home for the first time in four years, hmm. which is a surprising stat. Yeah. Very because surprising. Because to, to me, that's not like anything typi- to boast of. It seems like a typically Spurs thing to do, though. Yeah. That, that, but of course, Lily isn't. Well, that's mm. the thing, isn't it? Clubs have narratives around them uh, that just will not go mm. away. Um, but I don't know if we've, I don't think we made this point last week, but this is just a really interesting one. And as Luke said earlier, this is a little bit of an anomaly, I suppose. But Stoke now have the most Champions League winners um, in, in in a Premier League squad. On a technicality. It's a stretch. Yeah, but it's it? also a fact. <laughs> Arnautovic didn't play a single minute of Champions League football. Uh, Afalai, is he? Afalai, yeah. Is he he, I mean, Shakiri, who's, I mean, yeah, yeah but it's, you know, Bojan as well, but it's, it still counts. A lot yeah. of top knots going on in that game. <laughs> that's, that's the real issue. A <laughs> lot of baristas out yeah. of work at I the mean, moment. It's quite, it's, I guess Spurs, uh, you know, with their fancy damn reputation and Stokes trying to reinvent themselves is mm. the same. I, I guess that is a sort of hipster derby in a way, isn't it's it? it? The top knots are representing Oh, that. this is a changing of the guard. <laughs> Has the baton <laughs> been passed on? I think so. Did, yeah. you, did you see the video of uh, Soldado trying to put that ball into the crowd? Yeah, he kept muffing it up. Or did he keep yeah. scoring? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to do. Yeah, you need a couple of people in bright anoraks to, <laughs> to, to aim for in the crowd, yeah. and they'll be fine. Jack Butler, an excellent goal for Stoke. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, Spurs could have been ahead there by three or you four. Said maybe. Excellent goal, or excellent in goal, excellent in goal. <laughs> I thought you said excellent um, goal. So I missed that. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, it was in the warm up. Yeah. Um, I, 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 Butler's a brilliant keeper. He's only twenty two. Um, and he's been loaned out a number of times, I think six times in his career at about three, three or four different clubs. So it'd be great for him yeah. if he can nail down a position but now at a, been, a Premier League club. He's been loaned out a lot though because he's been rated, hasn't he? But yeah. Just very, very, very young, and it's, it's almost like a sort of the entire mm. country's football system is trying to make him a project. Very much so. Uh, Liverpool, they uh, got another one 0 win against Bournemouth at home. Mm. Benteke with a con- controversial one uh, against Bournemouth. Um, and Bournemouth had one ruled out themselves. Yeah. Luke, you didn't think that was that should have been ruled out, did you? I think it's easy for a referee to make that decision to penalise an attacking player for that, mm. but you'll never see a penalty given for that of a defensive player. Mm. And so, for me, in light of those facts, and that mm. is a fact, I mean, if a defender well, does that, you're never going to get a penalty. 2002 really World Cup, Spain versus Ireland, Fernando Hierro was pulled up against the... Yeah, yeah so you have to go about 13 years for <laughs> <laughs> No further questions, Your Honour. So, so, in light of that, I thought it was harsh to disallow it. Yeah. Um, and of course, as everyone and their dog has said, the Liverpool goal should have been disallowed. But I mean, you know, that's what you get decisions at Anfield. I mean, everyone knows that. Same True. way you get decisions at Old Trafford. Well, and it, it almost were, were not were unlucky not to get a point, weren't they? I mean, I, Rich, I think, Richie hit the post. I mean, Bentaker hit the hit the um, late on. I mean, mm. okay, he still did it. I, I, was, I was impressed that Bournemouth, that Eddie Howe stuck to, largely stuck to his principles. He yeah. didn't try and sort of close, close shop and then try and nick a point. He went for it. They could have, on another day, they could have, mm. uh, it's a stretch possibly, but on another day, they could have won the game. But mm. you, 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 know. you worry about Bournemouth doing that and wonder how long they will stick to that because even though they, you know, they were, they were the best team in the championship last year. Um, Norwich and Watford ha- just have more experience of top like top like football of them. So they're they're effectively the underdog in every game they play. And can, after a while, if you really? if you if you keep losing, that is going to start to really really wear on them. Can so, you imagine sort of leading the pack for such a long time? Like yeah. it, it, it yeah. happens every year. They go up and then it's like, oh god, we're getting hammered everywhere. Yeah, how do yeah. we even deal with that? Psychologically, how do you do I that? Can, I can remember when uh, when Portsmouth were promoted the season before. They were by far the best team. They flew the league mm. and it was amazing. And then as soon as we went to the Premier League, it was like, God, this is a grind. It's yeah. even worse for the players. <laughs> and it's strange that the supporters might not know how to uh, adapt to it, mm. first so, and foremost. Someone made a good point on Twitter, the journalist, I forget his name, I forget who it was, said that um, after two games, the worrying thing is that Bournemouth look more like Burnley than Swansea. Yes. And so, 
they've, really, they've got a long time to kill guys. I was impressed with Bournemouth um, at Anfield, to be honest with you. And I think their midfield, I think Sermon and O'Kane looked pretty good. And it was it Sermon or, or maybe it was it Cook bringing the ball out of defence, playing some lovely diagonals to Richie. I think at the back, Daniels looked a good left back. I thought he got forward quite well and, and, and did pretty well down there. It's the it's up front. I just think I know um, Wilson scored a lot of goals last year for yeah, them, I mean, but I, I just wonder. I think that may be the area if they could maybe strengthen there before the the end of the window. I don't know. You I, get, I, you I, get strike. Sorry, Pete. Go on. Sorry, I, I just think Liverpool's movement flattered uh, Bournemouth a little bit. I think that there were at times Bournemouth looked really good, but it wasn't because they were incredibly good at doing the, those long diagonals it's just the it's fact that Liverpool weren't covering their back it's, their probably, back a nice, it's probably a nice um, time to play Liverpool at Anfield mm. I was just going to say briefly you always get a striker um, well not always but you regularly get a striker who comes up and scores <coughs> goals I mean, we've seen Austin do it we've seen um, Danny Ings do it and, and all that sort of stuff I don't think that Wilson looks like he's going to do it yeah. personally but yeah, I, mean, I, I, could be, I could be wrong I, I would agree with that and um, before we, we leave England quickly to League 2 Luke because um, yeah. Portsmouth they've registered two wins out of two I mean hopefully listeners will forgive me actually mentioning this because Portsmouth never normally win any game that's right <laughs> we come on top of goal difference but uh, we've got to mention this while the going's good because yeah, we also, might not never get a chance they've also <laughs> beaten Derby in the Capital One Cup yeah, yeah, which is a fantastic um, result and, and you know I know Derby rested players but so did Portsmouth and Derby still had Andres Weiman and Darren Bent up front Against yeah. a League Two team, and we still Absolutely. beat them. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good wow. result. We started off well. The, the form team of the country. Yeah, the, yeah, the problem is that the, the problem is that Portsmouth will struggle because every other team is really up for beating them in League Two. Because they are. I mean, regardless of you know, it's like a you know, it's like winning a tallest dwarf competition. But but Portsmouth are the biggest team in, mm. in League Two. Mm. So I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it, that presents its own challenges. Shall we? Shall we say? Yeah, the biggest true. ground. They yeah, they probably would do. Probably yeah, would do. Yeah. Uh, more British football chat after this. Hi, I'm Ryan Giggs, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Now then, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we come to the part of the show where we go north of the border. Celtic beat Inverness, Caledonian Thistle. Because some say that Celtic <laughs> and Rangers are grand, but the boys in Maroon are the best in the land. <laughs> Magic, you know, four games in a row. <laughs> top of the league, still top. Yeah. Still top. We've had two they games. They speak no other language. <laughs> Up yours, everybody. Yeah. Well, they've had. They've had. We've had two games in the Scottish Premiership since then. They've won them both. I started to. Um, I started to look up the relative fan base size of Hibs. Yep. to see whether this was genuinely affecting our listenership. <laughs> the good news is it probably is. It's a carry-on. I'll tell you what, boys. It's, it's time to believe. Um, I, I think there might be a petition up there beginning now uh, for Hearts maybe to move south. Because this oh, it's getting on. a bit silly. <laughs> come on. <laughs> 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 you Straight to League Two. No, but you are right. Celtic did beat um, Inverness Cali uh, to hang on in there in the title race. <laughs> it's all rest, you fucking idiot. That was our race. This <laughs> is my story. The glee on his face is unreal right now. Absolutely oh, unreal. It's very real, Jim. Have you been spiked? Oi, if Arsenal ever get to the top of the league, Jim, you'll know what it feels like. Take it from me. <laughs> Look, Can you support Man United? Four out of four. Yeah. Four out of four. You can't argue with that, Jim. You cannot. You literally yeah. Oh, it's happening. Aberdeen, they beat Motherwell for the thir- their third win in three games. You've had your fun. Spanish Super Cup. No, no. <laughs> um, it, it's absolutely magnificent scenes up there. <laughs> You've really said uh, that about a thousand <laughs> times. Just in various different old manny wordings. Let me have it. It's now time to introduce the idea of a spin-off podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just Marcus in a room on his own for 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Hearts, ah. Hearts of Marcus Lothian. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Ah, the magnificence. Yeah, well done, everybody. Still going. Still <laughs> going. No, unbelievable. No, no, stop right there. Hearts of Marcus. Marcus. Oh. Better. 
Very hearts good. of Marcus, surely. Hearts, hearts of Marcus. Hearts of Marcus. I think you need Ness at the end. <laughs> Oi, we need to move on. If you're no. going to rest it back at any point, now is the time. <laughs> any more for any more? He's, no, he's, just, enjoying he's, still, no. he's just enjoying the fact that they're still in the Scottish yeah. football <laughs> section. It's already oh, too long this time. Lovely second. old job. They don't even care in Scotland. We, we, gave, Bortz- the live we show. gave Bortsmouth a mention. I didn't know it would be in return for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never agreed to it. I'm only reporting the news. <laughs> this is what's happening. Right. <laughs> now then, Spanish Super Cup time. Barcelona, they, they drew one all with Electric Bilbao. They lost 5-1 on aggregate. They've yeah. conceded that nine, my mind. nine goals, Jim. Nine goals in I, three games they've conceded. I picked the wrong um, leg to watch. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, theory uh, me, and uh, the, <laughs> the moment of the match was Gerald Piquet. He's a very sweary man. Mm. I think it's Gerard Piquet. Gerard, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. not Gerald. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Gerald Piquet um, just sells things outside uh, the ground. Gerard Piquet, yeah. he was sent off. He was, um, in the Super Cup final against Sevilla, he was seen swearing in English at somebody. That's perfectly sensible. Yeah, mm. perfectly yeah, sensible. Sense. What, yeah. swearing on the football field? Yeah. Maybe he picked up some like, no, swearing Mancunian words. And if any youngsters are listening, don't do well, that. Well, I wouldn't endorse swearing at, at any sort of officials at all, but if you are going to swear, it sort of makes sense to do it in a language they don't understand. Mm. You'll make they, up your own swear listen, words. Listen, it's a win-win. They won't get offended, you won't get sent off. I'm pretty sure he was saying it to somebody who would understand. Maybe win- it was Jeff Shreves at the side of the pitch. Yeah. Win- well, in which case, carry on. Yeah, yeah. we're awful. It's involuntary, <laughs> it just comes out. Yeah. Win- win-win is actually a really bad language in Chinese. It's not. Okay. Good. There we are. Good. Uh, feel free to edit that out. You don't speak um, Chinese. <laughs> you don't speak Chinese. You How speak, do you know? No you such speak, language. You speak a bit of Japanese and you've had one Russian lesson. Don't That's speak. Don't, I've had two, actually. Two, okay, sorry. And I was bloody dreadful at it. <laughs> um, yeah, PK, so he he could be uh, given a lengthy ban for this. Because well, he said literal translation? Uh, I don't really want to say it. Okay, don't say yeah, it then. Uh, you all know what it was. Yeah, win-win. I, <laughs> I do nasty things to your mother. Yeah. Here's what it was. No, but, but weird nasty, horrible. Yeah, after a big dinner. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, worth, worth mentioning this. We always talk, and in many in many respects, rightly so, about Sergio Ramos's uh, disciplinary record. Because it's brilliant. But that's Gerard Piquet's ninth red card. Ninth. Ooh. Closing him down. Ninth. Very good. Lot. Very good. Uh, so, yeah, Barcelona are going to be fun this season if they're leaking goals like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, what about League uh, where uh, Monaco drew nil-nil with Lille? Harvey Renard's boys got their first point of the season. Mm. They lost to PSG in the opening week, so they've got two of their toughest matches out the yeah. way. Yeah. So yeah. the league title um, push <coughs> begins now. Yeah. I think I think you need to stop talking about league titles in August. Really? Yeah. yeah you start to sound a bit like Jim White, if you don't mind me saying. When you've mm. got that winning mentality. A bit like Jim Diamond White. <laughs> What about uh, Bielsa? He obviously quit Marseille last week. Well, um, why don't you tell us, Marcus? Well, I shall. Um, uh, this is uh, Montpellier owner, Louis Nicolin. Who's uh, all, he's piping up already. He's yeah. not on here enough. That's right. No, he's, he's kind of underrated in our canon of ridiculous football well, men. When, when Montpellier <laughs> did really well, we talked about him almost every week, and now he's sort yeah. of disappeared off the radar a little bit. Well, he's back. He's back, yeah, he's back. Uh, so he's talking about Bills, which we... nobody getting involved? Oh, let him. Because <laughs> <laughs> some very intelligent member of the press has thought, we need to ask Louis, his, or Lulu, his yeah, thoughts. Yeah. I can't uh, be bothered if he works today. I'll get a column inches from, from Louis Nicolin. I never liked him. <laughs> Why don't I? Because he's a dickhead, that's all. <laughs> he never looks at you in the eye. <laughs> that is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, oh, do, does the French have a word for dickhead? <laughs> well... I would imagine strange so. translation. It's not that. Uh, we we'll look forward to. Uh, we we'll look forward to seeing what it, what it is. Yes. I don't know. Mm, mm. 
Um, uh, yeah, quickly to Sweden. Uh, did you hear about this? Swedish referee, Mohamed El Hakin. He set up a Facebook page last month to explain his refereeing decisions. A very bold move. Can, yeah. I, be the, can I be the first to say that will end well? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's already ended, but he's decided to end it. Um, what, because he's basically taken off his Facebook wall? <laughs> you can't, you, you can't post on it anymore. Well, to be fair, I think it was, it. it was probably quite a good idea. Um, and it was as he that put it, contravened every law in the game. Well, I don't think it does, though, yeah. does it? Yeah, yeah, it I think must, it must be banned from doing it. it. it must well, do. I'm not so sure. Um, uh, well, everyone else scrutinises well, yeah, refereeing he's effectively decisions. Punditising himself, isn't he? If I may make up a word, I am in theory in favour of referees. The dialogue between referees and other people in football. Sort of being more transparent, mm. but I think it has to come from an official sort. I mean, you can't just go off piece like this. You can't do that. Well, the way that the rules have tightened up this season, certainly in the Premier League, I think it's only the Premier League. You can only approach a referee with two uh, people. Any more than yeah. that, you can get you can get sent off, or, 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 or the, or the club can get fined or whatever. He said it was to increase accessibility in the football family. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I or th- increase his profile, maybe. Uh, but I think all of it. Yeah, well, exactly right. But that's that's its own problem. I mean, but. I think all around this table we would agree that you know the, the dialogue and the, and the transparency of referees is, a, is an important thing. Mm. But I'm arguing that you can't be just doing this on his own. He mm. has to, because because what for example what happens if he says oh I explained this decision by I did this did this and did this and that's actually wrong which could happen. It's not been officially checked by a, a referee's official or something like that to check that he's saying the right thing mm-hmm. and he could be struck off. He could lose his job. True. Well, he, the, the the page has been taken down now because they received so much international attention. He said it was too much work. And uh, Al Hakim said, "I have two jobs, a family, and a refereeing yeah. career to worry about." Yeah, yeah. but you set this up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worry about that career that you're putting in the media spotlight. That's the other thing, because the referees up in Sweden aren't professional, are they? So it's, it's, it's certainly again not. that brings its own problems. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also serves as a lieutenant in the Swedish army. There you go. So he's. I wonder off. what type of person he is. Um, before we go to highlights <laughs> of the week, we're going to go to Colombia. This is strange. Donald Trump has been involved in a bid for, of $100 million to buy Surely at, at he's got Nacional. other stuff on right now. Let me say that again, Jim. Um, he's been involved in a bid of $100 million to buy Atletico Nacional. Very strange. He's teamed up with Italian Alessandro Prota, who claims to be the inspiration for the character Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey. Peas in a pod. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think you found that was actually me, so... I've no doubt. Oh, are you mm. the inspiration for Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His hair. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the Colombian club rejected that and said it'll cost you 150 million. And they went, well, we're going to look at other clubs then. I mean, why, was, why is Trump doing this now in the middle of his presidential bid? It's almost like he's mm. a massive self publicist. Mm. <laughs> well, Protoss uh, sold his house for 18.5 million in the Trump Tower to Cristiano Ronaldo this week. Oh, is that who sold it to? Uh, Midtown. On, just, to, just to link that up nicely, Cristiano Ronaldo has also just voted. Um, by do something.org, which is a uh, young pers- young people's charity, mm. he was voted the most charitable athlete in the world. He was, yeah. was indeed. Mm. And now it's time for highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi everyone. Hi Luke Moore. Um, I've got some. I've got some here. I mean, I don't know if you guys wanted to um, to talk about the bread punch from last week because I let myself down. You did. Um, I couldn't think of any at all. And um, I, I don't know if I want to do them because I think it's a bit, bit passe. Why now. are you talking about it then? Well, yeah. just, it's your decision. Make a decision. I'm giving you guys the opportunity to weigh to in. To make a decision. Oh, we don't want to. It's I your find, decision. Although I am... Steve Scone. <laughs> <laughs> although I am... Carry on. Redeemed. <laughs> although I am excellent at puns, I find them tiresome. So no puns. Okay, I'm no voting for no puns. I'm moving on then. I'm right. moving on. You got one. Um, well, give the credit to whoever said that. Oh, well, Steve Scone. I don't know. I don't oh, know okay, all right. I can't remember. If you did, then tweet me and I'll give you the credit. I can't remember. Andy Andy Malone's been in touch. As a... Andy Moscone's been in touch. (laughs) Uh, Says, um, I had a weekend in Leeds booked up, so I didn't get to see my team play. (laughs) Ended up getting locked out of my hotel, punched by a pair of homeless people. Still, it's better to go and see Sunderland play. (laughs) (laughs) 
a pair of homeless yeah. people. That's, that's yeah. the highlight. That's how bad Sunderland are. The highlight of his week is that. At the same uh, time. And Stuart's been in touch as well. Stuart, oh, Stewie. Uh, at Stuart the Kid, he says, uh, my 10-year-old son described Sean Dyche as looking like a Scotch egg. It's quite good. Very textured. He'd look good in breadcrumbs. And another highlight of the week, I've actually got rid of quite a few because I wanted to get this one in. Have you heard about this the police being called to a mass brawl between uh, a group of Morris dancers and a blind football team. Oh, I thought that was bollocks, uh, surely. No, apparently it did actually happen. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I've got the story in front of me. I won't read the whole thing, um, but it just says our police were called to it after a mass brawl broke out. Um, the footballers were enjoying a match um, on the village green at Rattlesden, this stone market, which sounds very very nice, mm. very uh, sort of uh, picturesque. Mm. Uh, but all hell broke loose when the Morris dancers start performing at a nearby pub. <laughs> Essentially, what's happened is the ball's gone off the pitch in, in, the, in the general vicinity of the Morris dancers. <laughs> and uh, they, the blind footballers have got confused. Red. Yeah, And this is a great quote. This is a great quote. Go on. This is one of the blind footballers. He promptly kicked one of the dancers in the shin, <laughs> sending him flying over a table and crashing into a flower pot. Wow. A hanging basket then fell on his head. <laughs> I love that detail. I guess if you're a Morris dancer, yeah. you must you must spend your whole life expecting that sort of thing. It's like, oh yeah, we, we've at had this point, coming. Yeah, we've we've got to be ready for this. They can't even see us yeah. and they don't like us. Um, <laughs> I'll end with this uh, quote. So, um, apparently it was fine at the end, there was a beer afterwards. Mm. In fact, they made up and were all enjoying a drink together, although a couple were still being patched up by the landlord's wife. <laughs> Very British. Well, actually, is it thing. British? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Very English. Yeah, yeah it's absurd. So. The weirdness and the Englishness are very much together on yeah. that. Oh, there's an Andy Malone actually also he gets two mentions because he, he he pointed out to me that Peter Reed um, meant to, meant to write um, <laughs> <laughs> so far so good like six points for. Man City this season, mm. but he actually tweeted, so far so good, six pints. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only funny because it's Peter Reed. No, that's not a mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe his hotel Wi Fi cut out and he couldn't yeah. correct it. I, was, I heard Peter Reed was staying in Leeds and he punched some bloke who locked himself out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've got one more just from friend of the Ramble, John Hudson, who's oh, over John. at Kick TV in, mm. in, in the US and New York City. Oh, he's, yeah. He's a Newcastle United fan. Um, <laughs> he, he took issue. I think he sort of commented, like, Jesus wept or God, the, yeah, the state yeah. of this. Because um, New York, uh, New York, sorry, Newcastle United um, official Twitter account mm. described um, their kit, Newcastle's kit, as a uh, peacoat navy and bright plasma. <laughs> wow. Wow. And then wow. they said, and then they said, Swansea in all white. <laughs> Speaking of kits, my highlight of the week um, was the Spanish side at Guijuelo who um, are playing in a ham-themed away strip this season. It was uh, it was launched. I just saw it in the press. Somewhere. I mean, that, I, I, from what I've read, that um, the ham production and stuff is very important to that particular mm, town, yeah. isn't it? and that's why they're doing it. I mean, I sort of understand that, but yeah, I mean, but they had yeah, a, it's still well, strange. Though. Explain the broccoli-themed one in 2013. No, I, I, I can't explain. <laughs> I can't explain that, Marcus, because oh. it wasn't that the same team. It was La Jolla Lorca. Oh, was it? They're the Clockwork Broccoli now. Nice. Wow. Which, if you're going to give yourself a nickname, yeah, that's how to do it. But the, the shirt, it's the type of ham where it's going to look like the players have been skinned. It's like rock DJ video. Yeah, exactly yeah. like they've been, that. They've been flayed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and before we go, uh, a website roundup, Luke. Yes, uh, from the always excellent Kelly Wells, of course. She says, uh, on the satirical merry-go-round that is the Football Ramble website this week, you'll see Lee Griffiths channeling the spirit of Tamuri Ketsbaya. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. Um, New York City FC's oiled-up approach to publicity. Uh, Joe's Mourinho's meltdown being compared to Michael Owen's cruciate injury and of course uh, the weekend highlights which he does every Monday and you can find Kelly on uh, at Kelly underscore Wells which is W-E-L-L-E-S Wells. Always excellent 
Jim. Uh, should we talk about Audible? Let's talk about Audible. Go um, on, then. You like audiobooks. We've established this because we did this before and you downloaded loads of them. So if you go to audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble, you can download an audiobook for free on us, right? And then you can either stay signed up to Audible and keep getting audiobooks, or you can just cancel your membership straight away and you'll get to keep the audiobook for free and, you know, everyone's happy. So, yeah, that is audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Get over there now. Lovely stuff. And remember the Dublin show as well and uh, the summer special. Yeah, if you want to if you want to get in touch with and, and and listen to some live shows that we've done, there are audio recordings of them all on iTunes under albums. So it's just yeah. for the football round one under albums. I usually do this after the show, but I might as well do it now if we're all doing plugs about stuff. Um it's gonna be Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa on Absolute Radio. If you're in the UK, you can listen to some live Barclays Premier League commentary. There we are. And if, if you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com, the Twitter is at football ramble and the website where the always excellent Kelly Wells operates is the football ramble. Dot com and we're on Instagram and Facebook as well. Indeed. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Here's goodbye from me. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.